So hello and welcome to, well, what will be hopefully the first of some smaller sort of bite-sized episodes of the Rebel City podcast, um, as well as talking about things in the wider sense that we've been doing in recent weeks. Um, we got some feedback for some guys that got in touch and after watching the shows and, and suggested maybe some smaller snippets on maybe we topical issues. So this week, um, obviously I've been pretty open in previous episodes about my interest in like American politics and stuff like that. Um, there's been a massive week uh, with regards the Supreme Court, which we touched on in episode one. Uh, and I felt like maybe this was a good time just to, you know, take 15, 20 minutes just to kind of have a bit of chat about it and, and kind of see if we can make any sort of sense really of what's actually happening there at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, obviously last night was the, the Kavanaugh hearing, um, the confirmation hearing where his accuser, um, the psychologist, uh, kind of doctor... What was her surname, sorry? I remember. Fox. Something like that. <laughs> um, pretty sure. Yeah. Fact check that for us. <laughs> uh, she gave her testimony. Um, there was a wall of men in front of her, um, which probably wasn't helpful, um, and, and quite a lot of sort of comment on it. Um, I don't know. Is, is this something that you guys are? Well, it's been actually something that I've, I've recently... Um, kept an eye on um, but to be honest it's been really confusing me I think it's been confusing me for a number of reasons like there's been I mean we were saying definitely four but potentially six people that yep. came forward um, but also I was saying that last night sorry Ford Ford aye no Fox Ford apologies um, <laughs> I, that last night I was watching the Philip DeFranco show and he'd said that two people had come out and took responsibility for one of the instances or the, the Ford instance. Right. And so, it, I, I mean, we were talking off mic and I was like, what is this? Yeah. Um, I don't really know. It's quite I, a confusing issue because I know obviously what we touched on previously that the Supreme Court is sort of one of the main sort of branches of the American government. It's one of the checks and balances. Um, it's intended to keep things like, you know, a president within... The, the rules yeah. within his boundaries, yeah. um, but obviously Trump is nominating this guy with fairly universal Republican support, and you know for me it's a bit worrying because you know we live in a world where the year the past has seen like the Me Too movement, yet we're running the risk of like one of the you know leading civilized quote unquote countries in the world is potentially electing a sex offender to its highest sort of judiciary. Um, this guy's there for life, potentially, along with Gorsuch, the previous nominee. So Trump has now potentially guaranteed a conservative majority for, you know, the next 40 or 50 years there. Um, And I don't see how American women can trust a guy who potentially or allegedly has sexually assaulted a number of women to make decisions about their bodies and about their reproductive systems and their rights. Mm -hmm. I would think it would be an absolutely... No chance. Like that, this guy would even be. I mean, as soon as the allegations come out, in my mind, I was like, "That's it, done." Yeah, that's it. Like it'd been, as soon as I heard that there was allegations against the guy, I was like, "That's no way that they can even." Yeah, know. but clearly that they're, they're pushing for it. It's Trump has changed the whole thing. Like if he can get away with, he's got away with this far. Then there's no reason to kid on that you're not pushing the envelope anymore for like a Republican point of view, like. The thing that has disgusted me the most is that the Dr. Fold came out and says, I'd like an FBI investigation. 
you know, I, I, I want. She, I think she also passed a polygraph test as well in relation That's to right, this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys in the Senate said, no, we're not going to let the FBI investigate this. And it's not because they're worried about the truth, it's because they're worried about how long it's going to take. But like the Americans have a mid- midterm election in November um, and the Republicans could lose control of both houses, potentially, given the overwhelming backlash against somebody like Trump. So there's the, the, the serious thought in their mind that we need to get this done before November in case we lose, even if it means appointing, yeah. you know, a what, sexual predator. That, that midterm election, what what does that, what's, what's the outcome of that? <clears throat> so what so, does that determine? Uh, the midterm election will determine a number of um, seats in both the Senate and the Congress, mm-hmm. but there'll also be similar elections across all the states at both, you know, their state and Congress levels. There'll be governors. It's, people get set terms, but they don't always run like congruent to each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you would expect in the UK for an election to be called and for every MP to be up yeah. at stake. Um, that's not always necessarily the case in America. So, Although the midterms are big elections, it's not always the case that everybody's on the chopping block again. So it becomes about really fine margins in like small areas, and you know, winning swing seats and stuff like that. And it, and it does generally get messy because American politics is a contact sport. But this is this is at a level at which I've never seen. This is conservative evangelical Christians backing sex offenders and Trump and, you know, the fellow in Alabama who was accused of harassing underage girls, they backed him to the hilt and, mm-hmm. until he lost. And now we're talking about potentially a Supreme Court justice and, like, the cognitive dissonance is, like, frightening. You've seen V for Vendetta? Yeah. That's, that kind of dystopian, That that's kind of what some of this reminds me of, but it also, it almost makes me think that America hasn't really changed in the last, like, hundred and so years yeah just where we can we can see everything that they've done now but but there are still so some so many people so hell-bent on being loyal to the party that they, they they're prepared to, yeah yeah absolutely it's like a it's a massive divide down the middle instead of like we were talking about earlier can't we just look objectively at things and be rational towards other people instead yeah. of you what know do you lose? oh but he's red so we can just he probably didn't do that the saw smear campaign it it until proven guilty, it could be. Oh, absolutely. No, no, I'm, I'm trying be. to be very careful about saying potentially and allegedly. Uh-huh. I'm not no, no <laughs> saying anybody actually did it, but I'm saying the thought of what could be on the table here should be, it should be causing riots in the street already for me. And I, I don't get how it does. And this is a, a country that uses guns and notions of freedom. And I'm like, I don't get how they're so passively sitting and just accepting the complete hijacking of their political process. And for me, and I've read some really interesting stuff in the last couple of days as well, and it's about the evangelical Christians. How do you say, love thy neighbour, but won't tolerate immigrants, or honour thy father and mother and then take kids away for their their parents? And, you know, how do you talk about being, you know, pro-life or equal rights or, you know, no racist, but still vote overwhelmingly in favour of people who clearly go against the, all those notions. Because the, the people that have got the guns and that would be doing the rioting 
or the people that vote in yeah, these well, people anyway. So they've, they've almost been, they're almost blinded by their own loyalty. It's frightening. Aye, yeah. nationalism's like... It's a force? Aye, for sure. Like, aye, aye, it's like, an aggressive <laughs> one. It's not a civic nationalism of <clears throat> we did gay rights and we do green energy and we do progressive stuff. It's like a, mm-hmm. nah, you it, know, flying eagles and mm-hmm. airstrikes. It's the, I mean... The thing that with, with Trump that really gets me is the whole the 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 way that you get in the, the sort of like I'm going to drain the swamp. It's, mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, it was laughable then. It's hilarious now. That that's that because he's just he's just he's made the swamp worse. Ah, he's like, topped up the swamp. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's no. He's he's no anti-political class. There's not. He is no. Let, he's getting in properly like any Republican. Uh, president would and just absolutely like I enjoyed seeing him getting laughed at at the UN this week though I've got to be I've got to be fair did you see this <laughs> no I don't think so I he went to the UN General Assembly this week and gave his you know keynote speech and went oh and my administration has overseen just the best speller American everything in any administration's history and like there was audible laughter in the general <laughs> assembly room and then he went oh i wasn't really expecting that and then there was like uproarious laughter at it and then afterwards he was like i don't know they weren't laughing at me they were laughing with me <laughs> <laughs> he's the he, he's potentially right on that uh, well. because he knows what he says bullshit yeah. so he, he, he i mean that that's probably true aye, uh, aye there's probably an element in it, aye. um he's like the progenitor <clears> of the the modern american dream no. I want to be the president, and then he is, and you're like, no way, should. How, how, did, how the fuck did it happen, how, man? Like, yeah. I know. I think the the, the scarier thing for me is who's next. Like, <laughs> I mean, the, the talk of like Willie he Carney because he's he's Austrian. He's Austrian. He's no he American. Be... Unless they change that rule. What if he was born in Kenya? <laughs> like Obama gate. Just do me. <laughs> yeah. You just wanted to do your own impression. That, that's sorry. You could have done it at any point. I'd have been quite happy with it. Um, I think like one of the the so for like the the Kavanaugh thing and clearly like you're saying the end goal is just to have a complete like Republican um, stranglehold stranglehold on that that. Um, what the chief justice and the the the, the judges, yep. like that type of thing. What kind of like so? Why is that important? Like obviously it's the checks and balances, but what does that mean? Like, um, what kind of power do they have? So as I say in in previous episodes, they're like <clears throat> they they answer sort of questions a lot. So in terms of like people's real everyday lives, it could be massive. Like. The big one that this entire sort of 40-year Republican campaign has been about or has been largely driven by at a ground level, you know, by the sort of grassroots people out in the South and beyond that, that you know, believe in these evangelical sort of, you know, Christian ideas um, is abortion. So obviously the, the kind of Roe v. Wade decision that has been upheld at various points mm-hmm. in the past, this has been like the number one target and you know their eyes for nearly half a century so that's something that you know the removal of those provisions in healthcare for women across america could be absolutely devastating um and then when you see this you know the potential success of that 
I think these people will be emboldened to challenge laws that maybe relate to gay rights, that relate to civil rights, maybe the government, you know, a, a fairly clearly raceless, racist president could test the law on matters of race or, you know, immigration, and then who knows what else. And these are lifetime appointments, and this is going to be Trump's second, which means 40, 50 years potentially a, a conservative thought process mm-hmm. at that level. It's going to end up like Handmaid's Tale. Well, this is the thing. There was, I think someone actually, like somebody, there was a number of people tweeted that during Dr. Ford's sort of testimony last night. Um, and it's, it's a pretty fair comparison in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, all the horrible things that we thought we had left in the past as people can be dragged back and forced upon us. And, and not to say that it will necessarily affect the rest of the world, but <coughs> what goes on in America influences the rest of the world. Like, there's no coincidence that Trump rose at a time when we're seeing other sort of far-right resurgences in various parts of Europe yeah. and, you know, in the UK, Brexit decisions and stuff like that, Le Pen in France and Farage in England and beyond. Like, these people are emboldened by that action, you know what I mean, like that they see elsewhere, they, they, they mm-hmm. success it, they see elsewhere. So if the momentum gathers behind Republicans, as it currently has, and they get Kavanaugh through, then it doesn't matter whether there's a Republican president, it doesn't matter if there's a Republican Senate or a Republican House because they've got the Supreme Court and they've got it for 50 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's a scary prospect for me, man. Um Aye, it's mental. But the what do you think the likelihood is that he's going to get through? I mean, there's I think six people, for example, like even four, even one. I think this is where the cognitive dissonance of the Republicans comes in because I think they're going to vote them through anyway. I think they're going to roll the dice and vote them through anyway. So they are, and you know, it's been their mantra for you know generations. So the the chances there, they have the numbers. They are not going to miss. I don't think. No. No. I don't think it's going to matter. I think that as long as, like like you said, this kind of, um, I suppose it's a bit socially regressive, uh, this way of thinking. It's looking a bit back. It's not really looking forward. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the kind of hopeful in me that looks at people like um, sort of Theresa May and looks at how how can you connect with people <clears throat> 20 years from now, how can you connect with people 30 years from now with the policies you put in place now? Yeah. Looking at this sort of really thick, conservative-looking, sort of looking Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much longer they... I I don't know what the, the sort of productive longevity of it is because they don't like climate change. They don't like. They don't like. Sorry, climate change happens forever. We had an ice age. Yeah, right? it's going to happen anyway. But it's to get the words right. It's man-made climate changes. Yeah, it's, it's slightly accelerated it's, by it's, us. The acceleration. It's we're accelerating it, and they're not buying it. It's yeah. still snowing, whatever. And you're like, you're dumb beyond belief. But yeah. things like that, things like abortion, but you know, it, it, all, all these, all these other things, they're going to look at that economically as well, where we start to all of a sudden. Like China overtakes them, India overtakes them. Even if we can get our finger out here and like start to just like put AI everywhere and and everything, like America's going to get left in the dust. That's what I was exactly. Yeah. What and I, was I think say that's that that's the case. If they yeah. do this, they'll get left behind because 
the, the world is changing. This is this is. I think that the, the Trump thing. I mean, there's people out there that are like, who's behind Trump? And they're like, there's ex-army generals that are sick of like the war and stuff like that. It's all bullshit. Like, this is the last. I think that I'm with you, but I I feel like this movement to the right and Farage is the last grasps ever attempt to try and keep control because it's it's done. Their newspapers, their media's failing left, right, and centre. Nobody's watching the TV. Like once I'm an old man. It'll be finished for them. They'll have no way of actually like getting their message to people unless they adapt them like a yeah. more modern sort of way. So I'm 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 with Greg. I think that it might it probably will happen and there will be like short term pain, but I think ultimately long term it's like that that way of thinking's kinda of finished. It's but, like we, we, but that's maybe yeah. too hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> we we were talking about um looking at like a political party and going, No one actually represents me. Because I'm, I'm almost like, you know, you've got like, uh, you've got left, right, economically, and you've got authoritarian, libertarian. Mm-hmm. I actually think, you know, I think there needs to be like a Z-axis because, I'm, you know, we're, we're going to end up pushing into this kind of like weird 3D political spectrum where technocracy and AI is now a factor. And it's like... We need to think about the time in front of us. Yeah, you, you, need, you need to look, yeah, you need to take this over time. You can't just put yourself in this little box and go... Yeah. Oh well, I'm quite. I suppose I'm quite fiscally, you know, conservative. Aye, the way we've actually, handled like the notions yeah. of data management and big data and stuff has been as archaic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Been it's archaic. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think to be honest with you, you know, I'm kind of with you, but I think that hmm. the guys are going to get in. It's going to be rough for a while. People are going to have to knuckle down, um, and hopefully, you know, hopefully it's a a death knell. It's the start of something that's going to hopefully end all this nonsense but um, other than that I think we'll wrap it up there man aye man Greg it's been good having you this week man aye, thanks, man. A lot thanks for again dude coming in and we'll have you back anytime my pleasure